Uh, we're so glad to have this couple back with us. They were a part of our church family here uh, for several months, and God has moved them to uh, the state of Louisiana. But during the summer, while he's off of his work at the school, uh, they're doing a little traveling, ministering the word of the Lord. We're glad to have him here at Life Church today. Anybody ready to receive from the Lord today? Praise God. Brother Eric, whoa. Brother Eric, I want you to come up and uh, uh, share with us, invite, invite the new one, and uh, uh, introduce us to the new one. God bless you. We're glad you're here. Praise the Lord, everyone. I feel like we are having some church. So many wonderful uh, new faces and faces that just make me feel like I'm at home. Wow. What? I, I, we touched down at, at uh, LAX airport and man, coming from... Uh, I guess we were in Florida, then Louis- back to Louisiana, and uh, I said, wow, this feels like home. Now, this is some good weather right here. This, this is where we need to be. Wow. So I'm excited to be back in California, I tell you. Um, you know, you got to watch what you tell the Lord. <laughs> you got to watch what you tell him. Mm. So I had, to, I had to catch myself a little bit thinking, ooh, what would it be if we just came? out to California. You make some devils mad. But I'm excited to be here to see all you wonderful um, smiling body of believers. Uh, always, always exceptionally glad to be here with the Browns and the family. Um, they're so kind to us and uh, welcomed us in with open arms when we came this direction. And uh, I, I will ever be indebted for that. I appreciate that. Uh, Brother Ulises, thanks for all your help uh, for orchestrating all of this. Be careful because I might have to take you with me. But um, <laughs> no, I know they take great care of you here, man, I tell you. But you're doing a fabulous job. And uh, my, my, you know, they told us, you know, when you got married, don't say you better have. Okay. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I can travel with my, my wife. Um, you know, it feels like we've been married for about 25 years. And that old song said, I've been up and I've been down. <laughs> but uh, we learned a lot out here in California. Um, I brought her out here from Houston. And um, we, we, we just, we fell in love with the, with the state and the people of God. And especially you here at um, in Monrovia and uh, while we were gone I guess you can say we were in the wilderness but I don't know what they call Louisiana they might call that God's country too and no God's country gonna be that hot though Whew. <laughs> some of y'all better be ready <laughs> be you therefore ready <laughs> never know <laughs> but God has blessed us with a new addition. Uh, our lovely Ariana, I know you'd be like, well, where's the little one? Well, there she is. She's growing up. She's already grown. Um, and uh, she, is, she is a true trooper and a traveler. And yes, I, may, I must say this. She is a daddy's girl. Yeah. 
and then my, my lovely addition, uh, Aaliyah, um, Christine Adele. Um, I was in North Carolina of all places. I know I should have known better. Um, I was, guess I was trying to squeeze in some, some, uh, some God and, uh, traveled to North Carolina, did a little bit of, um, preaching there. And, uh, I should have known my Aaliyah was going to be ready to come and, uh, I didn't know she was going to come that soon, but she did. And I had to, I had to watch that, uh, via FaceTime and you, you can only imagine how that was. trying to watch the birth of your 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 little girl and uh my lord it, it was tough in there but 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 i made it i, I you know my wife said i was too comfortable because i was she was getting ice chips and i was getting pretzels and i just <laughs> so she was kind of getting mad at me because i was too comfortable and like i was watching a movie or video <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. And, 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 you know, I'm over there, you know, when they have Leah came and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, okay, okay, video person. Hey, let's, let's get the camera right now. Let's get, go down. I want to see the baby. I want to see the people in the room. I don't need to see the doctor. We're not giving credit to him yet. I need to see what my baby looks like. And so, uh, I, I made sure I rushed on home and, um, and held her in my arms and it, it felt like Ariana all over again being very small and and uh, she's been a blessing and as you can see she loves daddy's preaching too <laughs> but I, I won't hold you all afternoon I thank God for the opportunity always um, thank God that my nephew who's uh, in service with us um, is here and his friend Lee um, you will see these guys again. I mean, and did he did he tell you they play for LA Galaxy? I mean, look what we have in our midst. We have stardom in our midst. Yeah, I, I'm almost like we used to do at my at my mother's house. I just passed the mic to him and let him just go for it. But we had some good times, definitely growing growing up, and uh, I, I cherish those moments. So I'm very excited that that he's here. It's kind of like when I was at UNC Charlotte uh, doing my dissertation uh, for my my degree there in religious studies, and and my 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 roommate who was a soccer player at the time too uh, came and heard me do it I felt like I was the president and felt like I was on top of the world and uh it just it, it really blessed my soul um if you have your bibles this afternoon we're going to second second Samuel chapter nine you know as an as an evangelist usually you know we have our catalog of messages per se I kind of feel like I'm kind of a little different in that because it's just hard for me to get into those uh, just messages that I've already kind of preached. You know, I, 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 I pray that the Lord would give me a, a ready word for you every time I step behind here. So uh, you can you, 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 you know how the study and process goes with your your pastor and how deep he is and and uh, brother David and how what a wonderful job he's doing. Um, it, it takes time. It takes time. And anybody with some some babies and some uh, some children, it, it takes extra time. 
You know, I got to pray to the Lord, give me extra time. When they sleep, and you know, they don't sleep that much. Maybe they need to sleep a little more. But, but I, I, I just, I take it as I can get it. Sometimes I'm walking up to the, to the, uh, to the podium and I'm thinking, boom, oh, there it is. That was you. He must want me to say that. And so I've learned to get up out of the way and just let God have his way. So I, I'm not here to... I'm not here to champion any kind of crusade. I'm just here to do the will of the Lord. I believe somebody is in this place that, that, that God has a tailor-made miracle for you. And somebody's in this house that has come from far and wide for a word from Almighty God. I pray that word touch down in your spirit today in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Second Samuel, the ninth chapter, beginning at uh, verse one. I'm just going to pull from the text here. Second uh, Samuel, the ninth chapter, uh, verse number one. And David said, this is an all familiar portion of scripture, uh, more like a Bible tale. Uh, the Bible says, is there yet any that is left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake. You know, I was often intrigued by this text just for the mere fact that he, he made a statement that he should show kindness. Seems like in the Christian dialogue, kindness has been removed from the picture or from the play I think we as Christians need to practice being kind to one another that's why we're here to show kindness to one another that we may find the way to eternal life so let me speak to you on this thought the blessings of Mephibosheth the blessings of Mephibosheth Lord Jesus thank you we love you we honor you we praise you you're such a good God where will we be without you master thank you for showing up in this house already and I feel red hot that your presence is with us and so I feel liberated in this place to just reach out and grab the thing that I've maybe been kind of wondering about and not sure about and uncertain about. I feel today is the day that salvation is going to come to my spirit in the name of Jesus. Everyone said in the name of Jesus. Now clap your hands until your hands hurt to the Lord of glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's all for you, Lord. It's all for you. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. God bless you. You may be seated. Thank you so much for being here this, this afternoon. The Spirit of the Lord is meeting with us divinely right now. The blessing of Mephibosheth. Now, you'll have to forgive me. I'm really not or don't do a lot of Bible characterization preaching. But this story 
kind of stuck out to me wedged in between first and second Samuel. The character is Mephibosheth. Now, most of you alone reading about him, trying to say his name five times is. But Mephibosheth, see, see, it'll get you. I'm just setting that out there for you in case I mess it up five more times. But it's a tongue twister. Some of you can get the spirit if you say it five times. Catch that when you get home. <laughs> he was Jonathan's son. He was the grandson of Saul. Jonathan was David's friend. You see, as we journey through the difficult times in our life, God allows us to fester in difficult circumstances to display his true power his love and his plan and purpose if we only knew what the God of glory had up his sleeve for us it would blow our mind however we must prepare we must position and we must proclaim that Uh, Come hell or high water, I will serve the Lord with gladness and I will endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. When you come into this thing called Jesus, you'll have to understand that uh, once we get past all the rah, 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 we really get down to living. We do a good job as church folks uh, when you come. We do a good job of kind of uh, displaying the joy of the Lord. But here's the problem is that when people uh, uh, receive that joy in his house, they take it back to their house and it's not much joy. You'll have to stay with me. I'm going to take my time if you don't mind. I hadn't been here in a while. I'm feeling good. But most of you, you might, you may or may not remember me here in times past, but I'm that kind of preacher that if, if I don't slow it down, my message will be over there here in five minutes. Because I'm zero to a, a hundred. I, I'm a Ferrari preacher. <laughs> I don't like to build. I like to jump right in. So I've been to the mountain in Louisiana and I've learned to slow it down just a little bit. But I feel the unction of the Holy Ghost is in this house. And I feel like God's going to do and just prepping the stage for those that are with us in this place that the glory is going to come down. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I need his help. I need his goodness. I need his glory to to manifest in this place. 
For Romans tells us the 8th chapter, for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. I'm ready for the glory to be revealed in us. Yeah, yeah. No one likes to really comment on the suffering. We think that uh, once I get in, everything is all good and everything is gravy. But our senior saints, we know that if if you're in here a while, you'll understand everything by and by. It takes a little while, but if you just hold on to God's unchanging hands... I got to hold on to him so that I understand him. I understand where he's taken me and taken my life and what he wants to do. I know I'm so itches and anxious to jump into the water and be baptized and have my sins eradicated. But when I come out of that water, if I don't turn my wicked ways and repent, I'll still be the same. I'm talking to somebody that's been transformed. I want to be changed by the power and the goodness of Almighty God. I'm just not here to shake your hand. I'm here for a total transformation. See, the story takes us here. Mephibosheth was five years old when he received the shocking news. His, his nurse who was taking care of him heard that, uh, that Saul and Jonathan were attacked and killed and in her haste that the enemy was coming to get her, she grabbed the boy and dropped him. The Bible lets us know as far as Mephibosheth that, that, that he, was, he was born into royalty. He had a prosperous and a promise second to none. He was somebody. He had an awesome last name. Had it all set out for him what was going to take place. I am the grandson of the king. I'm somebody. I got a name. Soon one day, I'm going to have all of this. He was born into privilege. It's kind of like when we first come into church and we receive that invitation of God to be changed. We are born into privilege. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're so on fire that we can't even contain ourselves. We got a door knock every day when door knocking it seems to be antiquated. We go try to do anything we can because we realize that we've been born into privilege. Good life. I am the grandson of the king. Ooh, you can't talk to me or any kind of way. I'm somebody. Life's good. Life's crazy. I love my life. I, I love it when I'm privileged and I'm choice. I love it when everything is going right. Everybody knows me and, and they shake my hand all the time. They're excited when they see me. They even got a parking spot with my name on it because they know that when I'm coming... I 
I'm born into privilege. I'm living the good life. This is life. I love life because people have to bow down to me and who I am. They, they know me when I come into life church. I sit in the front. I got my tag on the chair. It's for me. I got a six-figure income. Lord knows you needed to live out here. Come on, somebody. Talk back to me in this place. I'm trying to have some church, and we're going to get there. Trust me. I only got one day. We're going to have some church up in here. I'm going to take you all the way back to the East Coast. All right. But you were born into a privilege. But here's how life is because you, you receive that privilege. But as, you, as you're in God a while, as you live a while, as my mama used to say, seems like things begin to turn. Seems like now we can almost do a Bible study on it. Bring you on in and lather you on up and send you on out. Glory to God. God be with you. What did it say? Hey, you got anything to say to the new convert? Yep. God be with you. They don't want me on outreach. God be with you. Yes, Lord, because he got to be with you. Because as soon as you get back to the house. Saul and all of his whores are coming after you. Let me make it plain to you. See, because Saul was, was the king at the time. But David was anointed to be king. And Saul got jealous of David because he saw what he was supposed to be. But when you disobey God. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know we think we just struggle just a little bit, but even the king will struggle sometimes. But when you disobey God and don't correct the disobedience, you begin to see what you're supposed to be in somebody else. So then you start pressing them. The Bible says that Saul pressed David daily. I'm here to tell you, once you get this God of glory invitation on the inside, you got a Saul that's going to press you daily. It's coming. That's what the problem is. It's not your mama. It's not your grandmama. It's not your wife. It is Saul that's pressing you for that anointing that he sees inside of you. You got a minute locked inside of you God has anointed you friend that's why you're suffering the persecution that's why uh, the enemy is after you that's why your money is acting funny because the God of glory is trying to position you Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Uh, that's what, yeah, yeah. That's what that. That's what's happening to me at the house. Uh, I don't understand uh, why these things keep going wrong in my life. I thought this was a place of privilege. I mean, that's all our people always preach and say to us. Nothing's going to go wrong. And this is the best life for you. 
Now they right about that. But like on the soccer field, our players don't like that term development. Because see, development hurts. It's like when I tell you, you tell your kid, hey, don't touch the stove. The aisle is hot. In order to develop and learn, okay, daddy, I ain't going to touch you. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll just see. It's kind of like Adam and, Adam and Eve. I'll just see. And so there you go. Development is painful. Hurts. Twists you a little bit allows you to be it has you uncomfortable at times well you know uh, that thing that you you're feeling pressing you daily uh, all it is is God just preparing you and positioning you for his promise to come to pass because you know some of us couldn't do it lest God would press us lest that enemy would come after us for the Bible says yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that the Bible says it like this: that that Satan has desired you to sift you as wheat. Yeah, keep you shifting, keep you rocking in your mindset. One day you're coming to church, next day you're not coming to church. One day you love the pastor, next day you can't stand. One day you love your neighbor, next day you don't want to be found with that neighbor. Cause that's the job of the enemy. Some of us think we're fighting against people. No, we wrestle not against flesh and blood people. We wrestle against them spirits that are on them people. Oh, talk back to me, somebody in here. That's the thing. If we get our attitude right, if we get our mindset right, and we get it plugged into God, we'll then understand what this devil is trying to do, what that spirit is doing to God's people. But I'm here to tell you, there is a power from on the high. If we just but receive that power, our God of glory will show up and show out. But our scripture text takes us to a place where Saul is after what he thinks should be his, but we call that probably jealousy. And there, the Bible says that David now has the, 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 the kingship and he wants to find and do kindness to the house of Saul after learning what has taken place prior. I still want to honor the king, even though I'm anointed to be the king. See how we get, even if we're in God's privilege, and even if we are anointed by God, we still understand protocol we still understand that I still have to do right I still have to treat people right I still have to speak to everybody just because I got my title just because I got a name just because I may be preaching just because I may be blessed by God we still have to be kind to everybody We have to be kind. We have to be kind. But the Bible says that David inquired. David asked if there was any left of the house of Saul. 
I'm here to speak to you today on just this simple thought. If we go through tough, turbulent times, times where it looks like this is not right, God, I thought when I came to you, I was going to be great and this was going to happen good for me. Well, I'm here to tell you, just because you may be today, feel like you've done wrong, feels like uh, you've been tricked and you've been trapped. I'm here to tell you that the king is coming back and he's asking if there's any left from the house of Saul because I want to do kindness to him. Is there any left? Is there any left? Anybody got anything left? Like the Bible says in Revelations, it's time to strengthen those things that remain. Strengthen those things that are left. I know some of you have been through hell's kitchen. I know some of you have felt the lictors last. I know some of you have been beat up by the enemy. I know some of you came in depressed. I know some of you have been tricked. Some of you have been trapped by the enemy. I know some of you done messed up, but I'm here to tell you, if you you got enough muster and you got enough strength in God and you can just remain in the house of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, Holy Ghost. Let me get out of the way, Holy Ghost. Yeah, yeah. Some of you here, you, you barely made it to church. You didn't know what was messing with your car. What was messing with your kids. Why my kids acting so bad? I'm here to tell you because that old spirit of Saul is chasing you down because you got greatness in your loins. You got a blessing on your way if you learn how to remain. I got to learn how to remain. I got to learn how to remain faithful to God. When my miracle hadn't when my miracle hadn't come yet, when I ain't got my blessing yet, you still have to remain faithful to God. Yeah, yeah, I'm not preaching yet. No, I'm not coming. You still have to remain faithful to God cuz he is a faithful God and my God will not forget You got to remain. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you got to rock yourself to sleep because your body hurts so bad. Sometimes your own people do you wrong and they talk about you and you feel like you've been neglected. But I'm here to tell you, you got to remain at the house of you got to remain. You got to hang on in there. You got to learn how to take a licking and keep on ticking. That's what I'm trying to preach to the church today. Too many of us are too soft. Too many of us get our feelings hurt too fast and want to blame somebody. I'm here to tell you, it might not go your way. You might not be this. You might not be that. But if you just remain, if you just hold on. Hold on, hold on, because he'll take you up. He'll take you up that mountain. Yes, he will. But yeah, he'll still take you down that valley. But I'm here to tell you today, if you just want to hold on, I know you messed up sometimes, but weeping may endure for a night. But God said, if I can just hold on, my joy is Help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, Holy Ghost. Somebody is in here walking through the valley of the shadow of death, but make up in your mind, I'm going to fear no evil because I got his name with me. That's what I got. That's that blessing that you're receiving now. It's when you make up in your mind, come hell or high water, I will serve 
I gotta serve him. I gotta serve him. I gotta make up in my mind. I gotta serve him. I gotta serve him. He's a good God. He's all that you need. Doesn't matter what you're going through. He's all you need. Yeah, 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 yeah. Help us, Holy Ghost. Help us, Holy Ghost. Help us, Holy Ghost. He's all you need. You will go through some tough times. But that's when the blessing of Mephibosheth will be applied. I got so much I want to say. But this is God. This is for somebody. The blessing of Mephibosheth begins to, to translate into your life when you're born into privilege and you don't you don't understand what season of life you're in. You hadn't received that answer from God yet. You've been praying and you've been seeking and the doctor gives you the evil report or you don't get the job you think you should have or your spouse is mad at you for no apparent reason. Your kids have turned your back on you. Seems like they don't want to be associated with you anymore. I'm here to tell you sometimes, sometimes you might have to go down to Lodabar. Sometimes you might have to go into the wilderness in the woods. Sometimes you might have to be in that position so that which entitles this is a place of no communication sometimes you might have to be at a place where God is not speaking I feel like preaching now I feel like preaching now sometimes you're going to be in a cave ah yeah where it feels like it seems that the spirit pushed me in the wilderness now I expect the spirit to show me when I'm in the wilderness but sometime you'll understand that when you're in the wilderness you hear no speech you hear no talking because when you're in school and you're taking the test the teacher can't say uh, let me tell you the answer to A or the answer to 13 no the teacher is quiet there is no talking There's no talking doing the test. And some of you are in the test right now. That's all it is. It's just a test. Why? Because God's about to take you higher. God's about to blow your mind about what he's about to do for you. God's about to increase your anointing. God's about to open up the windows of heaven and pour you and your family a blessing that you won't even have room to receive. Don't be worried about no bills. Don't be worried about no pain. The God of glory is in the midst. The God of glory is in the mess. He's here to help you. He's here. He knows exactly where you are. He's got you tucked away in this cave. Yes, he does. He has you there because he wants to train you. He wants to position you and to prepare you for his goodness. Said, but God, I'm hurting. God, I don't understand. Nobody's talking. No communication, no signs. Tell me where I need to go, God. I, I see it. There's no instruction manual. But I wish there was an instruction manual to blessings. Well, promise I'd buy five copies of that. <laughs> instruction manual to healing. Well, we got it. We just, it's too hard, you know. 
Kind of like me trying to read the signs, trying to get over here today from Ventura County. I'm trying to read that, listen to the radio and put on YouTube and I'm missing my turns and I get mad when I miss my turn because I can't do all of it at one time. It's how it is with God. Trying to understand you, God. Sometimes you, 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 it may not be in the rah-rah. Sometimes it might not be on somebody's coattail. Sometimes God puts you in certain places and certain positions where he wants to talk directly to you. Wants to minister directly to you because he knows what's about to happen. And some of us, we so carnal that we get all mad and we get all bent up out of shape because we don't understand that why the blessing didn't come uh, to you like it did for your neighbor or your friend. And so we spend all our time being jealous and messed up in the mind, not realizing that God has a promise for you that if you just put weight on him and, and see the signs of the Lord, you will be saved. He will set you free. He will provide because he's a but there that miraculous application of that process that we understand even that the apostle Peters of the world that that when they have messed up they don't stay there I, I know I know but it seems like that is a spirit on the church that that when we when, when we don't get it all right you, you know we fall sometime but yeah, we fall sometime and we don't get everything right. But we, I tell you, we're so judgmental on ourselves. The Bible also speaks about the man that was born in the tombs. He talks about that, that he was cutting himself and throwing himself. That's what we do. We, we cut our own self. We'll cut ourselves down in a minute. All talking, all negative. No, we're not going to make it. No, we can't do it. No, he won't do this for us. No, my, my this did this to me and I can't. No, we're in the tombs. We got to get out of the tombs because we serve the God of life serve the God of life but even puzzle Peter who denied the Lord you know the text but it said he was in the place on the day of Pentecost we just got to remain faithful to the place if we're just faithful to God faithful to our circumstances godliness with contentment is great gain just be content in God that's all be content in God's process he'll show you himself if you are content in his process yeah he didn't say it would always be a bed of roses but no he's got to try you he's got to prove you to see to see now we see here in our text and I'm, I'm, I'm coming to a uh, uh, not a halt but a close I need my let me see how I can pin this I need my help my help is my melody if I could get my musician to come I say my I feel at home hmm. glory but it's going to help speed me up y'all should say amen I know you're ready to eat I'm from the Midwest and the South. We, we have church at 10. And so around this time, I'm in that Pentecostal nap. <laughs> so I feel you. There's a time zone difference. But our text tells us like this. And I'm, I, I'm just, I'm going to run through it. You have to study the story for yourself. 
I, I know I wish I had four hours. No, I, I, no, I don't wish I had four hours. But our text explains it like this when considering the, the blessing of Mephibosheth. It all stems from this fact that we must be left or remain faithful to God's house or to God. But here I'll show you in 2 Samuel the ninth chapter that when the blessing comes, the Bible says that even Mephibosheth, even him produce sons. So when that place, you're in that place of blessing ah, and you feel like nothing is going on and nothing's going to be right and I'm not getting it like I should be getting it and it's not as sharp as it used to be. I'm telling you when you're in that place and the blessing of God is on you and flowing freely, you still will produce sons. Ah, let me explain that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you'll still be productive yeah you just don't lay down no but when you when you're blessed of God you'll notice when you see one of those seasoned saints that are highly favored of God knowing that they're going through trouble in trying times that they're still uh, keeping the good fight of faith They're, they're still talking the good word of God they're still saying God is on my side they're still saying God's got a blessing for you they're still saying God's gonna help you even though they may be going through the fire even though they may be going through the valley they still got a good word that'll produce sons in the gospel they'll produce offsprings in the gospel you can't just lie dormant inspect to have the blessings of almighty God no because when you got the blessing of God you'll still reproduce you'll still have the fruit You'll still be speaking God's word. Yeah, that's when it just begins to germinate and marinate on it. When you then can understand, I've got the blessing of Mephibosheth. And this one says that he ate at the king's table. Something about it when you have the blessing of God on you and you're remaining faithful to it, he'll give you a continual appetite. He'll give you a continual appetite. Nothing like seeing a strong soldier for almighty God. That's still on fire for God. I've been in this thing since 1991. I know I just look old. And I can truly say, yes, I have been up and I have been down 
I've seen a lot of things in God. I've been hurt. I've been disappointed. Yes, I have. I've been tucked away in a cave. I've I've experienced times where I've been high and preached at some great churches in our fellowship. And I've been at a place where it seems like nobody could find me with a search warrant. I've been there. But I'm here to tell you that when you get the blessing on you, when that blessing of a Mephibosheth is on you, friend, you will not only produce, but you will. only will you produce not only will you produce fruit not only will you produce that fruit by remaining faithful but his hand will be on you his hand will be on you guiding you his hand will be on you helping you his promise will be available it'll be available to you because that's the appetite that we need to have hungry for this I'm hungry for this I'm hungry for God I I, I don't even have time to to realize what the enemy is doing to me I'm so hungry for this I'm so hungry for more of God whatever you want to, to do pastor I'm in I'm available to it I've got to be a part of this cause my appetite blessed are they that do hunger and thirst after righteousness I was told this I'll never forget this and I'm coming I'm coming to a close I got it my mama was here she gave me the sign but she ain't here I'll never forget this coming out here land of promise brought my wife found out we were going to have a child had a nice job nice money Preacher can't say money. Nice money. Broke ain't of the Lord. Oh, I just wrecked somebody's theology right there. They thought we were supposed to be poor. No, it ain't poor. It's po. No, it ain't happening around here. But I remember when I, I called your pastor, I said, when I had uh, the club I was working with decided to go a different direction. I said, uh, Brother Rich, I remember on the drive home, I said, well, they decided to go another direction for the club. I don't know what I'm going to do. He said, well, I'll tell you what, we're going to help you. We're going to be with you. He said, I'm going to give you a number to call. I want you to call him up. I said, oh, oh okay, I'll, I'll do that. I felt, I felt faith. I didn't see the sign, but I felt faith. Sometimes we got to just take that word and you got to just take it and believe it and run with it. But at that time I needed that. And so he says, you're going to call brother Sam Embry. Okay. I remember meeting him a while back when, but I hadn't, I didn't keep up with him. So I ended up calling him and I called him and I said, Hey brother, how you doing? I just want to touch bases with you. Uh, um, uh, a friend told me to, to give you a call and just kind of explain the situation that I was going through. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, well, his first words were, well, we kind of booked up already. Is this okay? A- am I boring? And so 
He said, I'm already booked up already to the end of the year. I said, I, I stopped him right there because I said, listen, I, I totally understand. I, I'm, I'm not calling you for that. I, I get it. I know people call you all the time to preach. That's what, it seems like that's what we do when we're in the cave. We try to manufacture God's promises in our life. When we get disappointed, when we get hurt, when we get let down, we say, okay, well, I'm going to go to my next card. Let me, see, let me see what this is going to produce. Okay, then my next card. Okay, that ain't Okay, let me go to my next card. Well, I end up talking to him and I said, listen, brother, I, I just, I'm just happy to be able to talk to you. And, and, and let me tell you this, to make a long story short. He says, listen, this is, I know there's a lot of things I can tell you where you are now. And I know it, it, it may not, it may help you, it may not help you. But I will tell you this. The one thing you need to do is you need to remain available. See, it's only when you get that appetite for God that you remain available. You'll notice that people that are kind of carnal and they're not really, they're not really into this, they're always busy. You don't have to shake your head. I know it's true. I'm telling you, we're some of the busiest people. And I know we're in California, but we're not that busy. But it's being available to God. That's a priceless commodity in the last days. I just want to be available to him. And he told me that I took that and I thought, man, that's so sweet. I love that. You got to be available if you want God to use you. And you want to be uh, able for his hand to be on you. Because some of us, we like to joystick God. And you know how we do on the jobs and do at work. We try to joystick our employee. You know you do. But anyway, that, that, that's how we feel, try to do to God. But we don't understand our relationship and concepts in God. You can't do that to God. But you got to be free to let him use you. You got to be free to let him have his way. And you got you to gotta be free to say, God, whatever it takes, wherever you want me to be, God, I'll be that. I just want to be available to you. I'm hurting, but nevertheless, God, not my will. Let your will be done. And I close with this. I close with this. When I saw it, I was so encouraged. Second Samuel 16. Verse number two, and the king said unto Zippah, what meaneth thou these by this? And Zippah said, the donkeys be for the king's household to ride and to, and the bread and the summer fruit are for the young men to eat. Check this. And the wine, that such as be faint in the wilderness may drink some of you feel like you're in the wilderness feel like god is nowhere to be found but i'm telling you when you have that blessing of mephibosheth on you and you remain faithful to god in your calling and you continue to fight that good fight of faith ah yes you continue to fight, you hold on, and you endure like a faithful servant unto God. 
Ah, it's that wine that then will begin to sustain you where you are. When you're in a meeting like this, when you want a service like this, and the tears just begin to flow down your face, and you don't understand what's going on, and you know you're hurting, you know you got evil reports, you know they done talked about you. No, it seems as though if I get to the house, I'm not going to make it, and the enemy is going to overcome. But when you're in this meeting right now, ah, and you start feeling that anointing of the new wine to come on you when it comes to your head begins to saturate down to your feet only us old saints understand that when we get in tough turbulent times that when we just begin to call on the name of the Lord that we know that he is able to fix us he is able to catch us he is able to direct us that's the anointing of almighty God that's the true blessing of Mephibosheth. Stand with me all over this place. It's that wine. I gotta have that wine. I'm not talking that natural wine. I'm talking that Holy Ghost wine. I'm talking that spirit right now. Come on. Let me, let, let me get a serious saint that will begin to lift his hands up in the presence of Almighty God. Come on, lift your hands in the presence of Almighty God. Yeah, and if I got a true believer that knows how to touch heaven, I need you to begin to lift your voice right now. Lift your voice in the presence of Almighty God right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, yeah. Come on, let the gifts operate in this house right now. Somebody's here making making the decision of a lifetime right now. Somebody may want to be baptized today. Somebody might want to change the direction that they're going. Somebody might want to hold on just a little bit longer. I'm here to tell you the blessing of Mephibosheth will turn. He'll turn it around for you for your good. He'll work it out in your favor. Yes, he will. That's the God that we serve. He's a good God. He's a good God. Come on, stretch your hands here. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's here for you today. He's here for you if you just but remain faithful to him. If you're in this place and you know God has spoken to you and you feel you're in that situation, you're in that place, I want you to step out from where you are in faith and make your way down to this altar. We're not going to try to embarrass you in any way. But we just want to pray with you and let you know that God's on your side. God's on your side. God knows exactly where you are. You're not alone. You're not alone in your situation. You're not alone in your condition. You're not alone in your situation. <laughs> You're not alone in your situation. God's right here with you. Yeah. He's right here with you. Come on, when you acknowledge that, you're not not at a a show. You're here for him. He's already walking with you. Just begin to then respond to him as you know how. Begin to lift your hands to him because that's the act of surrender. If you want God to take place, you want God to have your way, that's it, surrender. I surrender, God. I've been trying to figure this thing out by myself, but I'm, I'm tired today. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. Tired, God. I want to do so much for you, Lord. I thought I was born into privilege, God. I thought I was born into privilege, Lord. I don't understand this this change of circumstance in my life, God. I don't understand why my friends left me, God. I don't understand why I can't feel you like I used to. 
But oh, when the blessing of Mephibosheth come on you, he'll give you strength when you're in the storm. Yeah, that's, that's the kind of blessing I want. I know, God, I know the winds and the waves are bashing my ship. I know they are, God. They're rocking me. They're making me feel like I'm nobody and I'm going to die, God. But, oh, I know you'll step into my situation and you'll speak to that wind. You'll speak to the waves, God, and control it in my situation. That's what I need right now. That's what I need right now. Come on, all over this place, begin to lift your voice. All over this place, begin to lift your voice. Lift your voice right now, God. Yeah. God, you see your people. You see your people, God. You see your people, Lord. You see your people, God. Yeah. We're struggling. We're, we're hurting, God. We, we need an answer, Master. We need that answer, God. Show up today, Lord. Show up and show out, God, I pray. In the name of Jesus. That's it right where you are. The Spirit of the Lord is going to minister to you right now. It's going to touch you right now. Let him touch you. Come on, let him touch you right now. Come on. Come on, let him touch you right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yes. Yes. Help us, Holy Ghost. Oh, come on, stir up your gift now. Stir up your faith. Lift your faith in this house. Lift it. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. He's going to take you through that, that evil report. Facts are not final when it comes to God. Let your faith kick in right now. I know the doctor said you, you're facing this and you're facing that. But I know a God that can touch you right here today. He can touch you right here today. Come on, we come against sickness right now. We come against sickness right now. We come against sickness right now. We come against depression right now. We come against it in the name of Jesus. I speak the word of faith over your life, over your situation. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Touch. Touch, Lord. Touch. Touch. the name of Jesus. Loose. Loose her right now, Holy Ghost. Loose. Loose. That's it, Mama. Loose right now, Lord. Loose. Liberating the spirit right now, God. Worship your way out of trouble right now. Worship your way out of trouble. That's it. Worship your way out of trouble. Yes. He's going to come through. He's going to come through. Ah, there it is. Woo. Yep. Jesus, 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 touch, touch, power, power, God, power, touch, 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 let him figure it out, let him do it, let him do it, let him do it, give it to him though, 